audience this is manat narola a brand and a graphic designer welcome to the safe bud podcast safe bud means a certainty to succeed and this is what we assist you with if you want to be enlightened with some ground breaking insights on freelancing and designing by some outstanding people across the globe this podcast is totally for you Welcome to the episode 4 of Safe Pet Podcast. Before I invite my speakers for today, I just want to say that you are never 100% ready and there will never be a right moment. And I think that is the whole point. You have to make every moment your right moment because if you want it, you definitely just have to do it. To talk more about being ready ready to start learning or maybe ready to start a business or to expand a business we have with us brand designers shoil dimelo owner of identity by shoils in dubai and dipali kavlani owner of we design global in bahrain shoili dimelo is a brand identity designer with 3 years of experience as design business owner she started out her journey learning fashion designing from istituto marangoni london She now owns her own design business operating in Dubai providing breathtaking brand identity systems to the clients. We also have with us Dipali Kavlani, a young brand designer with 2 years of experience as design studio owner. She has done her bachelor's from Parsons School of Design in New York. She now owns We Design Global which by the name provides awesome brand identity systems to the clients situated anywhere in the world. Welcome Dipali and Shirley. I'm really glad to have you here on the Safe Pet podcast. Thank you Manat. Thank you so much for having me. It's my pleasure. Okay, so today we are going to talk about how we are never ready. Uh I am a freelance designer now. Uh Shirley has her own design business. Dipali owns a design studio. It or it is all because there has to be a starting point. To reach somewhere to achieve your goals to uh to to mark your successes there has to be a starting point so dipali would you like to share something on the same sure so first of all i want to say that you're never going to be 100% ready um whatever you do choose to do and you just have to sort of take that leap of faith i know um we have a sort of fear of failure ingrained in us uh, which usually does stop people and people start overthinking like am i good enough for this am i not But for me personally, I was really passionate about design in general. Ever since I completed my undergrad, um, I did work with you know clients all over the world, and then I got to this point where I realized how passionate I am about this and how I want to take it one step further, which is when I started um, thinking about myself less as a freelancer and more as sort of more sort of a studio more. as a designer who can provide a lot of value and more of a sort of long term commitment with my clients um i think that when i initially started there was a lot that i had to learn um which i have along the way but i still continue to learn um when i started i wasn't as confident about my processes or you know the sort of um relationships that i would have with my client but along the way i sort of figure that out as well um the process isn't linear and won't be linear for any sort of young designers who are thinking of starting and you have to be ready for that but i think tools nowadays as well such as 
social media platforms really help to propel your business and can really help to take it one step forward and branch out of your network and have a global outreach as well. So yeah, if you're passionate about it, I don't think there's reason to wait. I think um, also this sort of field doesn't require much in terms of your overhead costs. So there are minimal costs required unless you're thinking of getting any sort of trade license, which can be a latest step or it can be something you start off with. But yeah, the, the fact that your overhead costs are quite minimal, you're not really going to be losing out on anything uh, whenever you do start. Yes, definitely, definitely. Uh, there, it takes only the courage to start your design business because it's online. You don't have to put in a lot of, uh, lot of investment. And sometimes even very little experience also works because you will learn a lot while you do it. So what do you think, Shirley? Uh, does that make sense? And what is your what did your journey look like? Hey, Manat. Yeah, of course. Uh, Dupali, thanks for sharing your story. Um, I agree with you. you said, like, I don't think anybody in the beginning is 100% confident when they're starting. Something, especially our age, maybe if you're like 20, 30 years in the industry and you're working with big giant companies, then you have that level of expertise. But if you're talking about young designers in the 20, in our 20s, um, I think it's just taking that leap of faith. But coming back to your question, Manat, um, I've always been into arts and design since I was a child, moved into fashion design, and then I fell in love with the storytelling process. And as you know, with branding, it's all about communicating your brand um, and communicating words through visuals. Um, and that's what I fell in love with. And I saw that whatever I was doing in the fashion design side of it, like the research and dev, we, that could be done. That literally is the same thing for branding. Um, so that's why I slowly shifted into that industry. Now, what pushed me to start it? I think e this will be unique to each designer. I think obviously having passion is one thing. Everybody has their tipping point. Um, and I think no matter if you have talent and passion that I was seeing that what was being um, served by design agencies was just hiring anybody who knew how to use Photoshop and Illustrator um, and just churning out designs without any strategy or thinking behind. And that really upset me. So my intention was starting to start the business was to provide honest, um, to um, start an honest business and provide and provide design that is of value, um, that is of the highest quality and obviously is backed by a lot of strategy, which I was noticing around me. Um, so that's what pushed me. And in terms of like not being ready, I had no business um, experience. I had no marketing experience. If you asked me last year, Shirley, would you ever start a business? I would say, no way. I would just like to be behind the scenes and just get the work done. But I think over time, when you see all of like dishonest practices happening in agencies and um, I'm not saying all agencies, but just my experience, uh, it comes to a point where you're like, okay, you, you've been educated. Like we've been educated. We've done like four years of design. We know what is the right way of doing it. And then having somebody else just abuse that um, makes you feel really, I don't know. Um, it just really troubles you from another level, like it's not just design, it's just like this is really wrong that you're taking people's money and you're just giving them any design which is not making any sense. Yeah, so um, I got the idea majorly, like uh, what motivated you to start your own business was the wrong practices that were done in a Gen Z. 
like they yeah, were not exactly. honest yeah. and you wanted yeah. something more transparent and more crystal clear to the clients than they were giving yeah. and they were providing Yeah, that sounds also, much better. And also, one more thing is, I also want to educate the clients in a way that um, the the design has so many aspects to it. And instead of like, a lot of people say like, oh, it, the final product is what matters and stuff. But I think like, it's good that the client is involved in every step because they also learn the importance of design and that value to their business as opposed to seeing like the end logo or the end identity. And that's something that's very important to me as well. yeah that's pretty true um a lot of people want to actually get involved in the process because they want to know what exactly are we doing uh, how exactly are we formulating the brand identity system uh, why is why are we doing what we are doing they want to know that and that happens only when you have a brand designer a, a brand design owner or a freelancer because what they do is very crystal clear and transparent as compared to that of the working of an agency uh yeah so i guess that sounds pretty fair enough um so uh i i am just thinking of another question uh so this is a hypothetical situation that i keep putting myself into uh it's like it goes like what if i did not start freelancing in 2020 and maybe start like a month back i keep thinking of all those things that i would have missed out on like i would have missed out on clients client experiences um a lot of work experience and a lot of client relationships a lot of networking uh, making content on social media so that's a pretty long list so if i were to ask you what you think you might have missed out on had you started sometime this year what would that be so i don't know i personally feel since covid actually um the demand for a lot of businesses to go digital has massively increased and i feel like everyone needs a digital presence um your sort of digital platforms whatever social media platforms you use last year they became your storefront essentially this is all that people were doing they were navigating through a digital space and no one was physically going into spaces and i feel like the demand has been growing ever since so i feel like if you're starting late you may be not losing out on opportunities but there's a lot of demand out there so just to tap into that and sort of build better client relationships because those take a while to build build a build a good network as well which also is sort of a long term um outlook uh so i feel like start as soon as you can because building all these things building your network building your client base um building out your own internal systems and processes it does take a lot of time um I'm thinking of it more on a bigger picture like if you take a step back and you just evaluate your life and this is like me being in a philosophical or whatever but we only have one life right and I just think about it like at this moment now are you happy with what you're doing are you happy in that job um working in a corporate job working in an agency um are you happy with the management and if each day you're coming back home and you're ending up crying or you're just stressed like that's not a life that you want to live and I think if you are delaying starting something your own you're like starting something of your own you're kind of um what do you call it wasting your life away you know what i mean it's like you need to put yourself first you need to revisit your purpose and your value um and then see what what you think would make sense for you so that's what i would say i would just like say if you are unhappy then you make that next step and of course there's always going to be opportunities like 
if I started like 10 years ago, or even if I start maybe 10 years later, they will never, like the world is full of opportunities. So I don't think you need to be worried about, um, you know, there's um, opportunities running out or something like that. I just think you need to see if you're ready for this mentally, because I think um, starting a business is a lot of uh, mental effort. Of course, I think talent plays a huge part of it, but um, dealing with clients, dealing with new things you have to learn, like it takes a huge toll on you. And also you need, and also cause we're all working from home usually. Um, it's about having that work-life balance, which is harder to achieve when you're working from home. Uh, everything overlaps with each other. Um, and I think it's just kind of making that decision about um, what do you want to do with your life at the end of the day, basically. Yeah, yeah. definitely. So with this also, I have one question in mind, and that is uh, when, when young people are just starting out with designing, uh, do you recommend them having some work of experience, getting hired by someone, some agency or some company, and you know see how things work, how to communicate, how to close deals? Or like, do you recommend them just, uh, you know, start with their design business right after their degree? Uh, and what do you think? Like, would you ever shift to getting hired uh, from your design business? Or is that some, is that some long gone thought? I think, I think I moved away from wanting to be hired and work in a company to working for myself because of the decision making aspect. Um, because when you do end up working, even if it's a small team, even if it's a big team, even if it's sort of some kind of corporate culture, like there's certain hierarchy and you're not the last decision maker. And I think that's mm -hmm. what was the sort of like motivating factor that I want to be the key decision maker here, you know? So I don't think I see myself working. I don't know, like never say never, but I yeah. do foresee it in the short term future at least. Yeah, right. Yeah, I'm, I agree with the Pali, like the same thing. I don't think I would see myself working for anybody else. I think when you realize that, I mean, like she said, like being a, the final decision maker, like it's so powerful and it's the most liberating feeling um, ever, like ever, ever. Um, and also like that flexibility of hours, like I could go to the pool right now after and then I'll like work later. Whereas my friends who are all working for somebody else, even though it could be freelancing where you're signing a retainer basis, you have to answer to somebody, you know? Um, yeah. Whereas when you work on your own or work for yourself, that's not the case. So yeah, I, I don't think I would work for somebody else unless it's like this next level big company and they're looking to collaborate or something like that. But then that's more of a collaboration part, but I would never want to be answerable to somebody else. It's, it depends as well as on your mindset because employees yeah. that you do you know, leave a job after a certain number of years and stuff, they're still in that employee mindset to shift into that entrepreneurial mindset takes some time. Right. That's yeah. true. And like financial security as well is like one aspect of it, a big aspect when you're yeah. considering it. Definitely. Oh, yeah, exactly. I think a lot of people, if they are working in a full-time position and they are thinking of starting their own business, they do it before they leave the job. You know, they, they see the feasibility of it. They do it on the side. They still continue working on it on the side. Yeah. until they're confident that this will work full-time so that still is an option if you want to start but you're not 100 percent sure about leaving your full-time job it's still you'll just be compromising on the amount of time you have you know yeah right handling one thing on the side of course the time there will be compromises with the time but then again yeah. it will create something that you'll have 
as a lifelong investment yeah yeah and also one more thing is i mean for me obviously i hated my um the experience of working for somebody else i was not a fan but i also learned so much of like what the policy like understanding other companies processes and how yeah. they're not doing a good job so you know like this is the wrongs and now how you can make it right in your business and that already is valuable um you know not always learning how you can always writing the right things on the job but learning the wrong things on the job so to make sure not to repeat it in your own business yeah right i think this is the ideal way uh you know working with someone after you done with your learning or degree and then you know um seeing what the process looks like and considering all the rights and wrongs being aware of all the rights and wrongs and then and then starting your own business with that with all that work experience uh, so that you incorporate all the rights and avoid all the wrongs and give your clients the best experience that they can ever have so yeah this is the ideal way Uh, okay, so now we are towards the end of a podcast, and I would like to ask you a question that I ask every person who comes to the Safe Bird podcast, and that is, if you were to okay, we we'll start with the Bali. Okay, the Bali. So if you were to uh, give some advice to the Bali two years back, who is just about to start a design studio, so what would that advice be? Okay, that's a tough one. Um, I think I would say have more confidence. Um I know it sounds cliche when people say believe in yourself more but in terms of confidence I think not just confidence to put myself out there but con- like inner confidence when I am speaking to clients when I am speaking to other designers um when I am quoting a certain price as well um you know just have confidence in every part of my process and know that it's okay to make mistakes as well because obviously when i started i didn't have everything figured out and as i said i'm still figuring it out but i think confidence is a big thing um and only now i figured out you know what sort of businesses i'm working with where i fit in and now the confidence has come through that but i would say definitely be a bit more confident earlier and not doubt myself as much that's true because i like that that's sort of then reflected within your work within your you know your attitude within the way you converse with people it's sort of reflected in all those like areas and yeah yeah that's true yeah people yeah. lose a lot of confidence uh, when they are just you know when they are coming into a business when they are coming into industry where there's a lot of competition so yeah that's, yeah, that's another thing another thing as well is comparison because if you're someone who is you know very active on your digital platforms and then you see 100 accounts of different designers who look like you know they're super established and stuff but you're not thinking of when you're not seeing when they started their journey they would have started maybe 5 years before you 3 years before you. you're just seeing what's present right now and i think comparison really um really can get a bit unhealthy because then you start putting pressure on yourself and you're not authentic to who you are as Shirley said earlier as well like social media platforms are quite saturated but you just have to be picky and choosy about who you're following and what you choose to see wow that's a de- that's definitely a piece of advice for everyone who is listening to the podcast uh have more confidence in yourself believe in yourself and um don't compare yourself to others because you are unique in your own way and when you start comparing yourself to others you keep losing some part of your identity and your uniqueness uh so yeah the only thing that 
we would like to tell you is that don't compare yourself to others consider yourself unique your ways are unique your methods are unique you are unique okay so now moving on to shirley shirley would you like to tell us like what advice would you have given to shirley three years back before she started her own design business um do not be afraid to make mistakes and to enjoy actually that part of it because that's how you actually grow 10 times more than doing everything right the first time um like i feel like no, you could read all the books in the world you could do all the courses you could study every successful person but until you implement it and like and you start implementing that you'll learn if that works for you as well and i think also you can do your best like i said to learn everybody what what's successful for them but if it doesn't feel um something that is true to you then like there's no point in doing it so i think you should enjoy making mistakes to find your true um self and how you want to what do you call it uh, run your business because that's actually a really exciting process i remember in the beginning i was trying to be like this basic any other basic designer like these female designers you know how it is we, they all look the same with the beige aesthetic tone oh my god i'm going to get so much of hate but anyways um i just feel like i was trying to look like that in the beginning and i didn't feel like it was true to me i didn't feel like i was standing out and i it meant that i had to make some weird mistakes like in my uh designs even like my instagram grid i made like some i i have i have it edited now but like to find my own style and stuff and not just not having to have it perfect the first time around you know i don't know if that makes sense oh yes definitely right exactly okay so i think uh, when i hear this episode i just wish a lot of people take an action and build start building their own business and start doing designing and start working with more and more clients make more and more bucks and yeah i hope this episode just helps a lot of people out there because uh, personally i have seen a lot of people who are just not ready they are under this myth that they are not ready actually no one is were you i think no way yeah no i tried for the first 3 months like every other week because i was so lost yeah it was it was a bit confusing i think after i did my like masters in entrepreneurship then i got a bit of a better like head start and i understood what like different aspects of the business mean that's when i think i you know when i took the first step but yeah, yeah. before that definitely not ready yeah obviously no one is ever ready so here we are at the end of the episode 4 of safer podcast with shirley and dipali and um If you have any message for me, Shirley or Dipali, or if you have any question, you can directly mail mail it to me at my email. It's in the description of the podcast, or you can message me directly on Instagram. I go by the name Manat Narula, or you can message Shirley. She goes by the name Identity by Shirls, or you can message Dipali. She goes by the name Redesign Global on Instagram. We will be looking forward to getting messages and questions from you. and all your questions will be answered in the last episode i hope you stay tuned till then and one last thing that i really want to say you is that you will never be 100% ready we never were nobody ever is so if you are listening to this podcast this episode specifically and you have come so far 
you definitely have a lot of interest in designing and owning a business so um go go now and make your instagram account start posting content and make other accounts as well linkedin twitter behance and a lot of accounts that are uh, and a lot of social media platforms that are available for you to have a lot a lot a lot of clients If you're someone who is a designer, freelancer or even wishes to become one, stick with us every Friday on your coffee break with that amazing espresso or cappuccino. I will not say bye because we will be meeting another Friday with a brand new episode. Signing off for this one, I am Manat, a freelance graphic and a brand designer who wishes to become part of your success journey in your design business.